Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self-worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Well, hello, everyone. I hope you're all faring well. Welcome to Love Light. I'm Dr. Jean Marie Farish, and thrilled for you to join us live on the Voice America Network to empower your life with love and wholehearted connections through worthiness. You know, many have expressed the desire for 2020 to end, and I, too, share those sentiments with all the world's challenges and look forward to happiness and abundance in the new year. We've had a chance to slow down, take a closer look at ourselves, and take inventory of our lives. Even though we're looking forward to a brand new year, it doesn't begin after the first stroke of midnight, but it begins now. Each moment is an opportunity to make changes in our lives with small steps. It's time to sort out what is working, what is not. It's time to get rid of the clutter that blocks our dreams, wishes, and heart's desires. Let's close out the chapter of this year and write a new love story as we begin 2021. So before we jump into our uh, with our guest on clearing clutter to create what you desire in 2021, let's just take a deep breath and let's take some time right now to form an imaginary circle joining together and uniting in the light of love. As we unite, think of your loved ones, friends, families, neighbors, and our human family, our world family, and unfold them in our circle of love. Take a moment and express your intentions. We pray for intuitive and divinely inspired guidance to manifest our heart's desires. We pray for freedom, strength, and courage as we move forward on our path. We pray for peace, love, and joy now and the new year. And as we disengage from our circle of love, we can call forth this imaginary circle whenever needed. And so it is. Clutter comes in many forms. A quote by Katrina Meyer speaks volumes. Get rid of clutter and you may just find that it was blocking the door you've been looking for. Wayne Misner quotes, keeping baggage from the past will leave no room for the happiness in the future. So how do we make space for ourselves and a new outlook for 2021? Today, we have an amazing guest who will show us just how to reawaken our brilliance, Julie Carasio, life coach, author of several books, including Clear Your Clutter Inside and Out, and Got Clutter? 365 Journal Prompts, Reclaim Time, Money, Sanity, and Resources. And these titles are quite fitting for our show today. 
clearing clutter to create what you desire in 2021. So now I welcome to our show, Julie Carasio. Hey, Dr. Ferris. Hey, thanks for having me back. I'm excited to be here. Oh, I'm excited too. And I'm looking forward to our conversation today on clearing clutter to create what you desire in 2021. You know, we all need to unload and clear clutter to find peace, joy, and clarity. And, you know, as I look back on my life in the past, I accumulated things to fulfill the void that I had Mm -hmm. in my life, which was insatiable until I came to know myself and reclaim my power. So you are just the one to help us really relook at ourselves, what's what we're accumulating and look at all these forms of clutter that really impact and block our our heart's desire. So can you tell us, Julie, about yourself and what inspired your interest in living a clutter-free life? Well, I am an author, as you mentioned, a certified life coach. And in general, everything I do supports people from clearing clutter in everywhere and every way, shape and form in their life. And when I first began my business, I was more focused on the organizing. And then the more I worked with people, I had this aha moment. You know, you need to deal with the clutter first. And whatever's going on the inside is reflected on the outside and vice versa. So in my view, it became more important. Let's tackle the clutter and then we can get organized later. But what really inspires me is what, as you've talked about, when people clear their clutter, they can share their gifts with the world. And boy, do we need people doing that more than ever now. And I believe that we all have gifts. You know, I think sometimes we mistakenly believe, oh, I'm not someone famous or think that we're not important. And that's not true. We're all part of the oneness and each of us has a part to play. So let's do that brilliantly. Oh, I love that. Uh, And, you know, we all can play a role here. You're right. You know, you don't have to be famous or world renowned or whatever. We all can make a difference in caring and sharing and giving. And we have to begin first with ourselves. Can you share with us what is your definition definition of clutter? I know it comes in many forms to help kick off our conversation today on clearing clutter so we'll know how it impacts all aspects of our lives. Fantastic. My definition is this. Clutter is anything that prevents you from creating the life you choose, deserve, and desire. And it's important I want to mention the words that I've chosen. You know, your words have energy, your words have impact. And think about for a moment when you say, I want something. Want is kind of grasping where choose is definitive. It's putting my foot down. It's moving forward. And so I encourage people to think about, because everything's energy, what are the words you're saying? What is it that you want to create? And become very aware of that and become very proactive in doing so. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. And, you know, I know clutter really can block our lives and prevent us from manifesting our heart's desires. I think you've talked about the different aspects of emotional clutter, physical clutter. Can you, you know, highlight those aspects so that we can really understand more so that we can really move toward, you know, alleviating these blocks that impact our life. Absolutely. So, for example, mental clutter can be things like worrying, or as my father would say, borrowing trouble. (laughs) Yes. It could be distracting thoughts, obsessive or repetitive thoughts. I've 
don't know about you, but I can get in that place where I oh, will yes. <laughs> pick apart something until there's nothing left and put it back together. It's like your mind never shuts off. We can also have emotional clutter. That can come in the form of being jealous or if you have unresolved issues, you at the beginning of the show mentioned bringing baggage into relationship. That's unresolved. Or you don't honor your emotions by blocking them or ignoring them. And then spiritual clutter can be things like you're not following your passion, you're on autopilot, you're unable to forgive, you get stuck in being the victim. And then, of course, you can have financial clutter where you're preventing yourself from creating abundance and you can have clutter in your relationships when you're bringing that baggage and you can't move forward. So it really is in all forms. Wow, a lot to uh, unpack here. <laughs> uh, and we can see why as we look at emotional, spiritual, physical, financial clutter, it seems quite overwhelming. Uh, and if we clear one area, does it impact uh, others? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. All right. And I know we're in the midst of this uh, world challenge in the corona situation. Uh, a lot of us are in uh, isolation uh, many are at home now, uh, and this is a great opportunity to reconnect with ourselves and reclaim our power and really look at our lives. So uh, how, what do you recommend uh, 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 in terms of uh, the first steps? Because it can be overwhelming uh, as we look at our lives, and it can be scary where many would say, hey, this is too much awareness. I need to go back to sleep and just stay locked in, you know, my lifestyle of how I am now. So it can be quite uh, overwhelming. What's your thoughts about that uh, for those who uh, really want to release this baggage and really start anew in 2021 as we begin now and move forward? Well, one of the first things I'd say is just stop and breathe. Whenever you feel overwhelmed, it's free. If you don't know how to do deep breathing, Google and find podcasts or some videos on YouTube. But whenever I'm overwhelmed, that's the first immediate step I take. Okay, take a deep breath. The next thing I would say is what needs immediate attention? You know, I mentioned a bunch of different kinds of clutter and you might have several things going on. For instance, if you aren't paying your mortgage on time, you know, this has been a stressful year, I know, for many and had some financial challenges, then that would say, okay, let's work on getting our finances in order. Or if your office is a hot mess, then let's get the clutter cleared so that you pay your mortgage on time. So don't try to take on 50,000 things. What I would also say for people that would be a good exercise, especially as we're ending the year, is to create a vision. What is it that you want in your life? When you get really clear about that, then you can have that laser focus. The clutter is the stuff that isn't important. If you have a vision, you know what you want to create, then you can move forward towards that. Yes, that's so powerful. Uh, Can you give us an example of a vision statement? So first, I probably should say that a vision is a bigger picture of your life. And so Mm -hmm. that's kind of a framework of what you want to have your goals on and that that can kind of be your guiding statement. So mine for this year is to be a writer, mentor and healer to inspire people to clear their clutter and share their gifts with the world. So it's not like super specific. It's got some specific things and how I want to accomplish that. 
but it's kind of broad also as well. But that, when I read that, when I see that, that helps remind me that's what I choose to do. That is my mission. That's what I need to do to move forward. Does that make sense? Yes, we have to have a vision for our life and then really set our intention. And I know that there may be some people who are, of course, if they've lost jobs and maybe Mm -hmm. they were kind of mired in their job and really uh, now perhaps that's not an option at this point. Uh, How can you, uh, you have any thoughts about how to discover uh, aspects of yourself that perhaps lay dormant during uh, maybe the pre, uh, uh, this year or maybe over the course of our lives as we, as we took on certain types of jobs and responsibilities? Sure, that's a great question. Well, first, I want to suggest to people, you can look at 2020 as an opportunity or as a block. Mm. And, you know, I think mindset is so important. Uh Even people, I'm very spiritual. I have a daily practice and I've struggled this year. So first realize that you're not alone. But when you can look at it as an opportunity, I lost a lot of business this year. I can't see people. As soon as the governor here said, we have a case, I said, I'm going to stop seeing people. That was a conscious decision. I had a lot of other personal things happen. And so I lost a lot of business. So I could either be sad about it. But I said, well, let's reevaluate. How can I use this time? Now, it ended up, I believe, that the universe has my back. So I had, in November, started, last November, started a plant medicine class. And so I have, or I'm sorry, in April. And so I've been learning all about this. And I'm like, how can I incorporate that? So what I would say to people is, if you lost your job, and I've been there a couple times, I've been there when I was single, I know how challenging it is, but then... Try to view that as an opportunity. And then what brings you joy? What is it that you like to do as a kid that you or do now? What can you get lost in hours doing? And you can create a job. You know, maybe you discover after this, you know what? I don't want to work from, for someone else. I don't want to do the nine to five anymore. What is it that I can do to bring joy and share my gifts with the world. And then talk to your friends and people, family that you're close to. Hey, what do you think my strengths are? How do you think that I could maybe make a career out of that? Or if you want to get hired again and have a job, what skill sets could that mean? And then learning that and understanding that, doing, you can do research and talk to people. Hey, you're a writer. What does that mean? What does that entail? How did you get started? And I encourage people, think of yourself as a scientist or an archaeologist. You know, make this a fun, passionate thing. Don't make it drudgery and to-do. But those are a few things to get people started. Oh, those are good ideas. You know, looking at new ways of doing things, exploring your interests. Uh, You know, a lot of times we forget about what really brought us joy. And I'm glad that you brought that point up because really joy, you know, is the foundation of our well-being. And now is a great opportunity for us to reconnect with those aspects of ourselves that have been lost and become more aware of what really brought us joy and, and, and you know, really explore those interests. A lot of online classes. There are a lot Mm -hmm. of free classes online and, you know, ways to connect, even though we are, you know, not really physically in contact uh, at this point. But, you know, there's so many opportunities online. So you could do a lot of uh, research to reconnect and make this an opportunity for personal growth. I really love what you shared there. I'd also... Go ahead. Mm -hmm. 
I'd also just like to share a tip that popped into my head as you were talking, especially I know people who are struggling right now, especially if you're single and living alone. One thing that I learned years ago that was very helpful is, and it was used if you were having an anxiety attack, is if, you know, if you're by yourself, take a blanket and hold that around you to kind of bring you back in your body. So make sure that you're getting, if you're alone or, you know, even with your partner, holding hands or, or wrapping yourself in a blanket, being able to give yourself physical comfort. Because when you do that, again, that allows you to make sure you're completely in your body and provide comfort. But because oh. I know a lot of people I've heard who live by themselves are really struggling with that. And I, I'm also an animal person. So I would say if you have the ability, adopt an animal from the shelter as another option. But just for people to remember, because I think that physical touch is so important. Yes, you're, you are so correct. And to just stay grounded within ourselves and look at opportunities, even if you are alone, you know, how can I connect with nature, you know, get out and, mm-hmm. you know, find the joy, do some deep breathing, you know, there, you can still uh, what engage in your exercises and spiritual practices, gratitude, things that keep you connected and appreciative of what you have. You know, many are looking at what they've lost. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think we really have to look at, you know, keep a journal and look at what what have I gained? You know, how am I different now as we uh, embark on the close of 2020? You know, how am I different this year as a result of what I've been through? We know that there are life challenges, but uh, we can become resilient and Mm -hmm. become more empowered as we look at ways to strengthen ourselves and look at, be thankful for what we do have. And you can bring intention in every moment in your life. There's a difference between sitting intentionally and sipping your tea and smelling it and yes. being engaged <laughs> and slurping back a, a thing of coffee. Yeah, and you can that, make the choice to do that. Yes, I, I, I really love that. Being present can help us uh, become more centered and, like you said, to really impre- appreciate that cup of tea and smell it and really taste it without just gulping it down and slurping it. Be present. You know, as we look at the new year, people are looking at, wow, I'm glad I'm looking forward to this year to be over. But we still have each moment to move forward on our path. And I think it's time for us to take a brief commercial break. Uh, We're going to be right back with more on clearing clutter to create what you desire in 2021 with our amazing guest, Julie Carasio, author and certified life coach. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. 
Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love. Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene for heart-opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty and the body-balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, you've been listening to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love with host Dr. Jean Marie Farish. And coming back from commercial break, we'll continue with Julie Carasio, author and certified life coach, clearing clutter to create what you desire in 2021. And Julie, thank you so much for your inspirational tips and conversations on creating clearing clutter to create what you desire in 2021 and how to look at our vision and setting intentions for 2021 and most importantly being present now being here now not waiting for the clock to strike Mm -hmm. uh, midnight (laughs) uh, begin now and as we indicated in our uh, while we were on break we feel the energy of change that's uh, around us. So take advantage of each moment and each day as opportunities to move forward with change. You know, Julie, a lot of people now uh, may feel, you know, this impact of uh, unworthiness not uh, mm-hmm. or, or not loving themselves. And some may say, hey, this happened to me. You know, I deserve it. Uh, uh, I'm not worthy. Uh, how does clutter have an impact on our sense of loss and feeling worthy? I think that's a great question. You know, in my experience, what I believe, we're either coming from a place of love or we're coming from a place of fear. And and I would sum up fear as feeling not good enough, 
feeling not worthy and not feeling loved. And that's just the opposite. No matter what you've done, you're good enough. You are worthy and you are loved and you're not alone. And if you feel that you deserve something that can keep you stuck and clutter is all about being stuck. So I'd encourage not to go down that rabbit hole because when you start to think like that, then other things are going to come up past memories, worries about the future. And then it just kind of snowballs into this great big thing. And that goes back to what I said earlier. Do you see something as an opportunity or do you see it as a block? And that, again, having that mindset and saying, okay, instead of thinking, oh, I'm a bad person and deserve that, how about flipping that? Wow, now the universe has opened up something for me. The universe just said, Dr. Jean, you're worth more. We want you to have this different opportunity and looking at from that perspective. You know, one of the things that you talked about earlier, and when I think about losses and uh, any traumas that we've experienced, uh, that we've experienced, it can trigger a series of past events. <laughs> you know, I know for mm-hmm. myself, uh, when I was going through my dark night, you know, it seemed to trigger mm-hmm. like all the experiences that really validated in my mind, my own unworthiness. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially, I think it happens when there's losses. Uh, it triggers like a series of past losses. And, you know, I went back, I remember as far as the uh, death of my beloved childhood sweetheart who was killed in a car accident. Mm. And during that time, you know, when I was experiencing a, a dark time, I went way back to that time. And so, you know, these triggers can be so important. And then it compounds our sense of loss. And you mentioned about being present with our feelings and our emotions, because sometimes we want to avoid it. And you mentioned earlier about becoming distracted. You know, when we hit that point, sometimes we can just indulge ourselves in our addictions or shopping or collecting more stuff. And I know I was a victim of that. It's like, okay, let me just go shopping and find something to make me feel better, you know, and it's insatiable. And so can you share more about honoring your feelings and, you know, uh, when we kind of move into this space of being reminded of cumulative losses? Yes. First of all, I'd like to bring up, we had to put one of our cats down the day before election day. And I joked that she was like, I'm getting out of here before it gets really crazy. And, you know, it was very difficult for me. We were fortunate we were able to bring her home and be with her. But like you, that triggered past events for me. And I remember sobbing and just my husband was wonderful and was very supportive. But one of the gifts from that was it was bringing other emotions that I couldn't uh, express other in other ways I hadn't done grieving. And so losing Athena allowed me to grieve. And so that was a gift to me. And so we need to honor our emotions to release them. I hadn't done grieving for other things that had happened and yes. losing Athena allowed that. You have to remember emotions are just energy in motion. They want to move. They want to be released. They become stuck if we don't do anything about them. You know, we get into this habit of labeling something as good or bad. Anger's bad. Well, you know what? 
I got so angry about something, I filed a lawsuit and said, you know what, you're not going to do that to us anymore. My aunt, where I was, where I'd be like, oh, I don't want to cause trouble, blah, 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 blah. Anger allowed me to move forward. Anger allowed me to say, you can't treat us like that. And when I did that, that allowed other people to express their anger and say, yeah, you know what, you can't do that. So don't, I would say first, don't get into the habit of labeling something as good or bad. Find a way, cry, scream, shout, kick, punch, get those emotions going and get that energy going and then you can release it. And then you've cleared your emotional clutter. Think about it. Have you ever just kicked and screamed and done something? Usually you're exhausted, but you feel pretty good afterwards. Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, as you talk about the emotional clutter, grief is an, uh, can stagnate us. And I think the whole world has been going through this sense mm-hmm. of grief as a result of this challenge that we're under. And a lot of people really don't know, where do I put that? What do I do with this? And then it becomes suppressed and internalized. And as you indicated, we have to honor our emotions, express our feelings. And sometimes we need professional help. You yes. know, a, a life coach or counselor, and even if there's not one physically, there perhaps are some online resources and support groups that are helpful. So by all means, reach out to support groups and online uh, resources that can be helpful during this critical time where many are experiencing grief. You know, and that's a, a good point. And, you know, I mentioned anger a moment ago. You know, you can be destructive or constructive with your anger. I mean, if you have to bring a gun to someone who's doing a ballot count, that to me is destructive. You are obviously angry, but beneath that, something needs to be healed. That's what it's really about. There's a fear there. We were coming from love or fear. And so the more healing we do, and when you heal, I heal. When I heal, you heal. And we allow us all to move forward and to raise our vibration. Yes, yes, that is a very good point. And one of the things I know you help people with and uh, uh, is th- th- this end of life uh, service, right? You have an yes. end of life, it help people with end of life issues and it may be kind of a down topic, but it helps ease the burden uh, of family and caregivers and even for ourselves as we move forward. I mean, at some point, I mean, life has an expiration date. <laughs> uh, so, Uh, many have suffered losses and that's not making light of anything. And uh, how do you work with people in terms of end of life issues and how can this be a a sense of clutter? We, if you, I believe, and I will talk about America and I think in some other places that are less spiritual, we have this fear of death. We all know we're going to die but we are afraid of it. You know, uh, it's my personal view that plastic surgery is really a, a part of that is about being afraid to die. If I make myself look younger, then I'm not getting older and then I don't have to worry about dying. When you make peace with that, that opens up a lot. That completely can be freeing. What I support people in doing is getting things organized. You have all your paperwork. Have you created a legacy? What would you like people that you love to know about you. Maybe you want to share the principles that, that drove you throughout your life. And 
not only does it give you peace of mind, it gives your loved one peace of mind. They don't have to run around, oh, where's the password? Where's the safety deposit box? And it's also things like end-of-life care. I don't want to be hooked up to a machine. And that you've let everyone know that and so that your honors can be wishes. And they don't have to try to make decisions like that when they're trying to grieve and do everything else. So it's a gift for you and it's a gift for your loved ones. So do you develop this on your own? Do you need someone to assist with this? Or how does this, is it something you you do on your own or with your loved ones or caregivers? How, how do you go about, uh, you know, preparing something regarding end of life? Well, so you'd want kind of a roadmap. And again, it depends, like, you know, one of the things I help people write obituaries. They'd like to write, you know, I want mine to be funny. I'm like, have a good laugh. I don't want it to be, you know, very formal. And someone else, that might be very formal, and they want to make sure every achievement is listed. that's all good. And it can be, what are your papers? You know, who is your power of attorney? You know, famous people, Prince didn't have a will. Aretha didn't have a will. And they died years ago, and that stuff's still being settled. And I don't know about you, Gene. I want people and causes I love to have money. I don't want it going to the government. And that creates such stress for everyone. So it's about looking at those different issues. What is it that you need to create, and how can I support you with that? You know, I mentioned legacy. Or you're an artist. What do you want? Do you maybe want to leave your collection to a gallery? Do you need to tell a story about why you did this? What is it that you want to share? What is it that you want to leave behind? I love that. Get your house in order. Look at what your wishes are. And don't look at uh, death as something that's so sorrowful, but it's a kind of reality of our lives and, you know, our legacy, how we lived our life and things that we want to be remembered for. And now is the opportunity because I think this can eliminate what family conflicts mm-hmm. <laughs> and yes. things of that nature. Uh, 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 when I uh, was in higher education and I uh, taught rehab counseling classes, and one of my favorite philosophies were was existentialism. And I always used to share how you know death is like our constant companion. It's a constant reminder to be present yes. in our lives. And some some of my students they would be shocked, like, "What is she talking about?" I'm like, "Hey, this is the reality." And as we work with rehab clients, and some of them it's uh, you know passed away, and I had issues working with clients who passed away due to drug issues or mm-hmm. uh, client death issues, and it affected me in ways that I didn't uh, imagine. And of course, as uh, students coming new to the field, you know, bringing forth things that they would experience as well as looking at their own lives is, is really uh, an eye-opener. So you are correct, you know, ways to get our own house in order, to be realistic, to be practical, to ease the burden for ourselves and others. That's something to think about. And I thank you for sharing that. Of course. And I just would like to mention, you know, I've heard uh, some of the stories. I This nurse uh, is in South Dakota and shared about how, treating patients with COVID-19 and that they were dying and she said they didn't want to accept it and were really angry and didn't think it was real because she's like, you know, can I get someone? Is there someone you want to talk to? And all I could think was, I don't want to go out like that. I don't want to go out angry and sad. I want to, you know, be whenever my number is called, you know, what? I did a pretty good job. I'm happy. And, you know, I had someone I was very close with who had lung cancer, stage four, for 
10 years, 10 or 12 years, which is, I think, very rare. And I attribute that to her spirit, her faith, and she had a really good support system. And her last words were, take me now, take me now, take me now. And she, you know, welcomed it with open arms. And I would rather have an experience like that as opposed to, I'm angry, I'm not going to believe this. You know, it's a choice. So if you prepare for that and become comfortable, then I I believe that helps you on to the next adventure. Right. And and from a spiritual perspective, death is like another phase of life. (laughs) As Elizabeth Kubler-Ross in in her works, you know, uh, shared. So uh, this is so important uh, in terms of how we live now and what kind of legacy will we leave. And, And of course, during these trying times, it makes death more of a reality as we experience these losses. So it is a valuable time to relook at our lives and to move forward as we look at what are things that we want to do that are joyful, that make a difference, that serve me well, that bring me joy and bring joy to others. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, one of the things I want to talk about, uh, of course, uh, I I uh, came across something the other day and it said that there's a direct correlation between how we feel emotionally and our surroundings to uh, detach mentally, uh, live with less, uh, look at manage better, look at what we're not using. Uh, what we can enjoy, what we need to donate, what we need to sell. And of course, what I thought about, especially for our show today, is how to simplify our lives and our homes. And many of us are with uh, 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 have time now or maybe with family members. And, you know, I thought about, hey, this could be an opportunity to clear physical clutter and make it a family activity a fun family activity. Look at things that, uh, even with the children, if you have children, things that you no longer need, uh, things that you would like to give away. You know, many people are in need now. And Mm -hmm. not that you want to give away junk, but, you know, encourage your children. What is something that you value or like? Let's look at giving it away to perhaps another child. And I think what we can do, we can pass on uh, love as being generous, and compassionate. So I, I just thought, you know, a way to release the material uh, baggage is to make it a family ritual and to do this periodically and make yeah. it meaningful for everyone. I agree a thousand percent. And I think it's really important for kids to get in the habit because if you learn this young, you're going to have a lot less baggage in a multitude of ways when you get older. I can't tell you how many times I've worked with adults and I thought, you know, if you had just had some guidance as a kid, you wouldn't be where you are today. Yeah, but, you know, as they say, we we don't know all these things at certain points in our lives. So, <laughs> so we can only do what we're aware of. And now is the time to become more aware and look at, you know, how we can make these changes in our lives. And not just for ourselves individual, but for our family, uh, our children, and even encouraging, you know, our neighbors. You know, now we're at home and, you know, uh, have more time. It's, it, let's clear the clutter and look at maybe things that we can use or exchange to uh, fulfill the needs of others. So uh, there's always opportunities. I think we're up for a a commercial break, so don't go away. We'll be right back with more on um, with Julie Carasio, life coach, author, 
on clearing clutter to create what you desire in 2021. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene for heart-opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty, and The Body Balancing and Physical Regeneration Pathway to become more energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love. I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. And if you're just joining us, we're with guests, our amazing guests, Julie Carasio, author and certified life coach on clearing clutter to create what you desire in 2021. You know, there's freedom in clearing clutter. So simplify our lives, our homes, and 
you know, we, we, we won't have as much stuff to manage or take care of, and we'll have more room to do what we really love and engage with people who make us feel good in our everyday life. So, Julie, thank you so much. And uh, as we continue, I'd love to hear more about what you do, your services, and how you have really helped others in their lives. Well, for me, it really, again, all boils down to supporting people and clearing clutter from their lives. So I do that through life coaching. I also coach small business owners as an entrepreneur, a solopreneur. I'm very passionate about that, particularly about women owning their own business and sharing their gifts with the world. And I do, again, mainly through coaching. I do virtual. Now, right now, I'm currently doing everything virtual, but if people need work, I can support them in clearing their physical clutter, look at their space, make suggestions and help them get organized. And then obviously end of life planning is the other area I'm very passionate about so that we can make peace with death and have a gift for ourselves and our loved ones. And virtually it, what I love, I think a good thing that's come out of this crazy year is Someone can be in England and we can connect. Someone can yes. be in New Zealand, we connect. Yes. And you you widen your appreciation. You yes. meet people with different perspectives. And I think that's one of the gifts we've received this year. Yes, I love that. You're right. We have to be open to receive <laughs> and open to giving and sharing and, you know, keeping everything in, in balance. And I think when we look at this whole aspect of clutter, we're kind of out of sorts and out of balance. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. And, you know, maybe for you, if you started to work from home, you know, one of the things when I work with people, oh, I don't have enough time. Well, how much time did you spend on social media? Yes. And now that many of us are working from home, we've lost commute time. I lived in Los Angeles for 10 years. So I know if you're, for your Los Angeles listeners, you guys are saving hours every week, not having to commute. And I'm sure at other big cities. So what can you do with all that time that you save? Maybe you're like, you know what, I'm not up for clearing my physical clutter, but why, maybe I can examine why am I so angry? Why do I get uh, so upset easily? What is that about? And then, you know, be gentle with yourself and honor that. But finding, again, that something that is an opportunity instead of a roadblock. You know, we, all the memes are really funny on 2020, and we can joke about that. But what are the gifts? Let me find the gifts of this and use this experience to support me in growing into who more of who I'm meant to be. Yes, I love that. And of course, now many are at home. Kids are online taking classes and people are doing their businesses online. So the home can get extraordinarily crowded. So <laughs> this is an opportunity to really organize. Wouldn't you agree to kind of look at the environment as a family and look at how we can become more organized and make it fun in terms of organizing and helping each other, you know, in terms of respecting the space that you're in and, you know, empowering, empowering family members to uh, achieve what they need to do while they're at home. Yes, and I love that. Make it a fun project. Make it a family project and get everyone involved. And it's really important to remember, you know, because clutter and disorganization can cause a lot of tension mm -hmm. in relationships. I, you know, I've worked with a number of couples and I've seen what can happen, how a marriage can improve. Or perhaps you realize, you know, maybe this isn't the right relationship for me. But I believe in going through everything you own once a year. We downsized last year when we moved. We're unexpected 
unexpectedly moving in the spring next year. So I was like, well, let's just go through stuff again. We're at home. We might as well see what else we can let go of. And working together as a family and realizing that you're there to support each other and problem solve, you know, and that you instill habits in your kids and you're able to learn teamwork because not everyone's going to be on the same page. And how can I maybe loosen my standards if I'm really rigid and if I'm really loose, how can I maybe tighten up a bit? And those are skills that are going to serve you well in other areas of your life. Yes, that, that's so important. And I'm, I'm like you, when, when I moved and downsized and I had to really unload a lot. And sometimes I was like, oh, well, but you really need that. Don't. And I'm like, no, just put it out there and don't look back. Yeah. <laughs> and I gave a lot of things away, good things away. And, you know, I felt so much better because I didn't want to take, you know, a lot of things into a new location. It's like I want to simplify my life. And, you know, it, it worked well. So, uh, you know, if you're at home and you need to really start sorting out and making room, make it a family activity, clear the clutter, make it a family event. Uh, as Julie indicated, the teamwork is important. Make it fun. And one of the things to mention is that uh, we're all going through our own emotional issues and grief and, you know, anger or, you know, whatever frustration. And I think pay attention to your loved ones as well. The children, your family members who you're with or, you know, even if you're around people who uh, seem out of sort, pay attention. And even if you're at home, maybe use that as an opportunity to uh have family conversations, you know, uh, not become distracted, but, you know, really sit down and talk with each other mm-hmm. about how are you feeling, you know, that yes. you're not at school with your friends or, you know, what are you doing? You know, what, what, what can make, what, what can we do to make it, make you, you know, make life a little bit more joyful and, you know, kind of, you know, look at new ways to, to, to doing things and paying attention to our loved ones through these trying times. Absolutely. And I think, you know, a lot of people are suffering mentally. And so I think that that's important to check in. And if you know someone who might be struggling, check in on them, see how they're doing, especially if they're alone or if they're elderly. I think that's, you know, that's a part of being a community and being there for one another. Yes, 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 yes. A great lesson for us during these trying times. Tell us about your books, resources, and how listeners can contact you. Well, thank you. Everything that I have is at reawakenyourbrilliance.com. I currently have 14 books and they're all available on the wow. website. <laughs> and I just actually made ebooks. I didn't think people would want ebooks because of the journal prompts. And they said, we want ebooks. So I did what I was told. And so they're available at most major outlets as well, such as Amazon and Google Play. And I'm really excited because I'm doing something for 2021. On February 7th, I'm going to have a free 21-day clearing your clutter challenge. Now, it's going to start on February 7th, and I did that on purpose because so many times we start our resolutions and we have all these things, and then we don't do them, and we get overwhelmed. And so I thought, let's see how people do the first month and then we'll start that. And there's also a small $25 paid version that'll get you a couple group coaching calls and some Facebook support. But if you go to my website, January 1st, it'll go live, but there is that option. And then if you'd like to work with me, I do a free 15 minute consultation, but website got redesigned. I think it's set up pretty well and they can find everything, social media links, my podcast, they can find it all there. 
Wow. So much. And wow, all those books. <laughs> well, reawaken your brilliance, right? That's the yes. website. Okay. Well, Julie, thank you so much for joining me today on this inspirational topic, Clearing Clutter to Create What You Desire in 2021. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me and thank you for sharing your gifts with the world. Thank you. So today we've really been inspired and encouraged with this powerful message and our insights from guest Julie Carasio. Take inventory and begin to clear clutter to open space to create what you desire as we approach the new year. You know, tune in next week with guest Debbie Johnson, encore on Heaven on Earth, the Angelic Love Connection. Send me your insights and uh, results of the Love Light exercise that's posted on the blog page of my website. Uh, and you can access this at www.jeanfarrisjourney.com. I love for you to share your insights on those exercises. And if you'd like to uh, email me uh, at gene72farish at yahoo.com. I will share your comments live on the show and also insights that you have about what you've gained and learned from uh, our uh, Love Light shows. You know, clearing clutter gives us a sense of clarity, calmness, and control. You know, out of clutter, we find simplicity, as quoted by Albert Einstein. And there's a quote by Joshua Becker. The first step in crafting the life you want is to get rid of everything you don't. So it is a clearing. Let's tidy up our lives, sort ourselves out, return things where they belong, give away what you no longer need, and you will see the abundance in your life. Perhaps before considering a new purchase, take inventory of what you already have before purchasing something new. And as Joshua Becker quotes, owning less is better than organizing more. And then we can refrain from a lot of impulse buying. So much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. I'm Dr. Jean Marie Ferris, your host. Set your intentions, minimize to maximize enrich your life. Make it happen in 2021. And remember, an empowered self is a loving self and keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.